This episode is brought to you by the generous donations of Matt Lewis, Daryl Delaney, Darren Katzka, Ryan Royce, Jessica Smith, Laura Pickren, Irene Viarito, Nico Batson, John Carey, the Cam family, and Charles Compton, as well as many others. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Some well, interesting conversation. Yes. We're able to get crashed out of the red ring by delivering a message. That message being, we had to tell Lord Lassite that Lord Shel Sadra knew that he was a, an agent of King Boronel. By uh, extension, letting us know that he was an agent <laughs> of King <laughs> And upon delivery of the message, he got got. Yep. Crossbow bolt to the back. Uya ran to try to cure him, but it was too late. He had taken too much damage. Yes. And we, well, I guess we pledged, Booyah certainly did, to protect his son. And so they're they're now on borrowed time. Uh, the, along the, with the king. The boat. <laughs> Might be metaphorical also. We don't know. That's what's great about the boat name. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and Beric had a conversation with, I mean, somewhat of a conversation, but mostly just listened while while. Boronel just laid it on him. Uh, apparently, Boronel has been replaced by an imposter. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Ah! Randy, would you like to contribute to the dramatic sound effects? Um, you Never stole mine. Um. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Flavor it up. I just opened for a fart noise, so you exceeded my expectations. Uh, this coincided with the arrival of a delegation of Riadrins. Uh, um, so we have that. Uh, going on again and Boronel escaped with the help of the super secret agents of the secret agent filled King Citadel uh, King's shadows which include our buddy Crast and um, as previously mentioned uh, Lord Lassite now the late Lord Lassite <laughs> and basically just appealed for Beric's help um, it's probably a pretty good summation of it appealed for Beric to uh, return and help him set things right in Brelin take up the mantle uh, left behind by his mother yeah Yes. Uh, the Greyhawk with his allies, the Forgotten Realms, and the Dark Sun. Uh, yeah. So would you say and, she was a Lady Hawk? Uh, yeah, I go with that too. Eric does not look anything like Rutger Hauer, though. <laughs> uh, and then as soon as that was done, uh, Beric was going to try and have a conversation with Erebus to get some clarification on some things. Uh, but before that could happen, uh, the Shadows have attacked Stormreach. So we have reunited, raced to the Harbor District, uh, dived into the surf, and are making our way down to an underwater cave where apparently this is happening um, led by Erebus. Okay, so you all find yourself in the silent chamber uh, coming up through the water where there is a ledge that you can climb up onto. It looks like this at some point may have been a sewage system of some kind, although the water isn't gross. (laughs) Um, It's just salt water flowing in from the ocean. Erebus indicates that the, the path ahead is the path to take, but everyone give me perception checks and you can use your passive as a baseline. 
26, 15, 16, 22, 15, oh, 15, 26. 26. Okay. Um, and Crast will roll. Oh, Crast didn't go with, didn't go with the, he kept the it stride with his oh. As everybody gets up out of the water and Crast is shaking the water out of his armor, Dex, you notice out of the corner of your eye, you feel like you saw a shadow move. Great. I suppose I'm going, I'm about to say something I haven't said okay. in a very long time recording this show. Initiative. Hey. <laughs> Six. Nine. Twenty-six. Well, let's just ask the room. Would I have removed my cloak before diving into the water? I mean, we just ran and went in, so yeah. I would have. No, I'm saying you just yeah. ran and jumped in. Okay, so yeah, twenty-six. Otherwise, it'd be twenty-four. I mean, we're... we're I'm glad the sword pulled me down here. I don't really know how well I would have swum carrying a helmet around. <laughs> Probably have been difficult. Booyah, what's your dexterity modifier? Uh, modifier is five. Five. So you rolled a one? You got to tell me that stuff, man. Oh, even on initiative rolls? Oh, yeah, I rolled a if one. If you all can do fun stuff on your 20s, I can do fun stuff on your ones. Yes, I rolled yeah, well, a one. Yeah, we're, we're throwing around the word fun pretty fast and loose here. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think you now know what that word means. there are 30 shadows. Okay, so this works out well. Um, okay, so down at the end of this hallway, you do see some stairs leading up because you all swam down a fair fair bit before you entered um, and with your one booyah you notice as you get out of the water and you kind of prepare yourself you see water from the opening that you just came into begin to slosh and with each wave it seems like the water level is tides coming in um, so Dex you're up first okay how, how well do we see in here it's dim light okay. and there's just one shadow that we see you just saw some of the you saw what you thought was a shadow move you with your perception check mm-hmm. basically nobody else sees this uh, but you see see some shadowy figures like hugging the walls where natural shadows fall because there is some light coming from that stairway coming down. All right, then I'm going to use my ribbon weaves innate ability to cast daylight first. Okay. So now it's bright as all get out. In here. Okay. Um. So because uh, is that an action? Yes. Casting daylight is an action. Okay. I, assume, I assume, And that's fine. I want to yep. do it, but I just wanted to make sure. Um. And because of the roles that happened earlier, um, basically for this first round of combat, uh, Barrack and Booyah have the surprised condition on them, which basically means the shadows will get advantage if they attack them. Um, okay. okay, so the sunlight hits them hard, and you see quite a few shadows. You would estimate about 12 shadows in total okay. recoil and scream as they begin to lunge out of their hiding place. Does it hurt them at all, or is it just... Uh, it gives them disadvantage on everything. Okay, great. Well, um, and, it, and it lasts for an hour, so... Okay, so the <laughs> advantage that they got against everybody else is negated, and they have disadvantage against you. So, first group is going to leap forward to attack decks. 13. Nope. Okay. Booyah. 13. Nope. Barrick. 6. Nope. And Crest. <laughs> That face. Natural 20. Well, now, I do want to say, <laughs> you did you roll the disadvantage, the second roll for mine, to see if they got a one? Oh, no. They did not. Okay. So, they're going to... Welcome back to the party, Crest. Um. Oh, my God. We hardly knew ye. <laughs> yeah, this one. And so you see one one group of the shadows come up and they manage to get a hand on Crass's neck as he lets out a scream as you see his skin grow a little bit paler and it seems like he is weakened quite a bit and it is now Barrick's turn. Oh, okay. Uh well, seeing seeing Crass in danger, uh Barrick will just because I haven't got to yet, uh Barrick will spend a key point. Ooh. Yes. Uh to uh use his power, ele- his elemental 
magical empowerment uh, on Erebus. And so as you've seen him before, he runs his hand down the edge uh, and as the, the blood touches the blade, uh, it flares into, uh, so the fire is running down it uh, and I'm going to attack this shadow. Are you attacking the ones attacking Crass or the ones that are up on you? Oh, I guess if I'm engaged with some, I have to deal with them because I move away, I'll be attacked. So yes, I will deal with the ones that are on me. First one, um, ooh, that's excellent. Well, I rolled a natural 19, so it's a whole yes, bunch. Yes, that, that is certainly a hit. Yeah. If it's relevant, is it going to be relevant that some of this is fire? Do you need the, the different damage types? No. Okay. Uh, Actually, yes, I do need the fire damage. Okay, then there's three fire damage, uh, and the remaining 18 is slashing. Boy. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. So Beric r- draws his hand down the blade. The blade catches fire, and in the same moment, he just sort of flips, loops it around and slashes across this creature. And if it's still standing, I'll attack it again. Okay. Um, these a group of shadows. Is this a, min- is this a minion fight? It, there is a group of four shadows, or three shadows up on Beric. each of us. Okay. Um, so yeah, you swing your fiery sword, and you see um, it slice through through two of the shadows that are in front of you as they scream out and dissipate as the fire burns them away. Uh, but okay. there's still t- two up on you. Next attack, uh, 16. 16, that is a hit. All right. Uh, that's two fire damage and 18 slashing. Good night. Yes. Um, and using the same movement as you slash these two shadows, you pivot and bring the sword back around up underneath and cut the other two shadows through the waist as they dissipate and fly off. Um, it is now Booyah's turn. Okay. The uh, four shadows up on you. All right, Booyah's going sharpshoot at one of them. For listeners, that means I take a minus five in attack roll, but if I hit, it's a plus ten. Damage. Listeners and Jeff. I knew there was something, <laughs> but I didn't know exactly what it was. So. <laughs> Thank you. 23. 23? Okay, so as the shadows come at you uh, and try to attack you, you bring planar justice up. At, oh, you hit. Go and yeah. roll damage. Sorry. <laughs> That's going to be caught as it rolls off the table. Okay. 18 damage. 18 damage? Yeah, you fire a crossbow bolt as the magic surrounding the bolt coming out of planar justice just pierces through the head of two shadows as it flies straight through them um, as they dissipate, as they continue to, the other two continue to sprint toward you. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing again with my second attack. I hate math. <laughs> 17. 17. That's a hit. 19 damage. And this is still with planar justice? Yes. Okay, so you whip around as another one is coming at you and fire, and you shoot it straight through the chest as it dissipates, but one shadow is still coming at you. And Booyah also yells out, oh, tide come in, water rising. Uh, it's Crass' turn, so he's going to swing his sword at the shadows surrounding him. That is a hit. Okay, so you see Crass... Oops, you see Crass spin around and manage to, with his sword and shield, um, blocks more of their incoming attacks as he stabs and slices and takes out two of the shadows that are around him. But you see that the paleness hasn't subsided. He seems greatly weakened uh, by whatever altercation he had with the shadows. It is now back around to Dex's turn. The tide continues to get higher. It's right below the, the ledge that you all climbed up on to get out of the water. Give me a spacing uh, situation. How far am I from... Like, are we all, like, within a couple of feet of each other? How's this play? Um, yeah. Like, there, there's... You basically come in, and there was a ledge to your right that you all climbed up onto. Okay. Here's the thing, guys. This is gonna have to happen. Sorry. Um, I will hit with my ribbon. I will attempt to hit with my uh, ribbon weave. The shadows that I am engaged with. That's a 17. That's a hit. Here's the thing. If I hit somebody with my ribbon weave while daylight is active, everyone within 10 feet has to make a blindness check. So that's all of you. It's a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, and it says here DC damaged. I don't know what I did there. What what should my DC be? It is 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus... Oh, proficiency bonus, right. right, right. um, Plus, I believe we just went ahead and said that you could cast it based off of your dexterity modifier. 
So okay, so it's, D, it's DC fifteen. I have succeeded. Well, he hasn't rolled. Oh yeah, you did roll the hit. No, yeah, I rolled the hit and I hit. So okay. I'll roll damage after we find out they're blind, just to have it done. Sixteen. Sweet. Did you just blind crashed? Yep. Um, the shadows and failed and crashed rolled a one. Oh, God. All right, damage. Um, so to the shadows, that's seven, nine, 11, 15 damage to the shadows, and they are blind. Okay. Um, so two of the shadows go down, like erupt in brilliant light as you cast this. Um, the other two shadows recoil, and you all just hear, like, as you go to hit, you briefly glance over, and crash just so happened with his momentum to be looking directly at the ribbon weave when it hit went off and you hear him just scream as he grabs his his eyes. It is now the shadow's turn. They're still in daylight so they're going to have disadvantage on these attacks. Uh, Barrett took care of the ones next to him. So the one there's one left by Booyah. 11. No. There's two left near Dex. Disadvantage. You gotta roll twice for him. So that's going to be uh, 16. No, 16 doesn't hit. Okay. And the two next to Crast. Do not succeed. Oh, they had disadvantage on rolls against everybody, but nobody hit. So okay, um, Crast is going to—he's uh, going to recoil and just grab his eyes. You hear clanging as his sword drops to the ground. It is now. Oh, Crast! It was a Crast turn. Barrett, your turn. Uh, seeing Crast go down, I'm going to shift over to the shadows that are on Crast. Um, and so Barrett uh, just pivots around, circling to be behind with the shadows between him and Crast, uh, and just slashes into them with with his blade. Uh, uh, Twenty-seven to hit. That's a hit. Oops. Three fire and 14 slashing. Okay, so yeah, you walk up as the two shadows around Crass begin to try and reach down and grab at him, and you just come through and slice through their backs as they dissipate into the shadows. Um, Booyah. Okay, I'm going to do a nimble escape. Okay. Disengage as a bonus action and head to Crass and touch him. Lesser restoration is no longer blinded. Okay, and good. So you just walk up and place your hand on the side of his head as radiant energy kind of flows in, and he his breathing is still heavy. Heavy, but the screaming subsides. How does he? I mean, how does he look? Does he, he look like he's like really, really bad off? Basically, just pulling back the curtains enough so mechanically, because you would know it happened to one of the other PCs. Uh, one of the shadows got him with strength drain and dropped his strength score by four. So um, he's he's in a weakened state. Yep. Um, Could not have ended that. No, and the shadow's strength drain. You just need a longer, short rest to right. take care of that. So um, it is now Crass' turn. So uh, he didn't actually drop his sword. That was all off turn. So, um, so he, thank you, Booyah. And he, we got two shadows left by Dex, and that's it. So, er, no, there's the one that was on Booyah. Why disengage, bro? So he sidesteps around you, Booyah, and brings his sword down on the shadow that you left behind. And rolled a natural one. Throw it away. Throw it away. Give it to me. I'm throwing it. Um... It landed there. <laughs> he threw it off the table. It rolled across the floor, bounced off the wall, came back to me, sitting on a 20. <laughs> um... Oh, that's great. So, uh, Crass tries to sidestep around Yubuya and just his weakened state, he's he's having a hard time, especially with all this armor on, just got done swimming. So he actually uh, steps and hits one of your legs where you were kneeling by him and trips and falls prone uh, as he's struggling to get up. And now it's Dex's turn. And there's two next to me? Two on you. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage, move 15 feet away from the rest of the party, and, I mean, I may as well do something so I'll throw my dagger, like pull my dagger out and throw it at the two shadows that are left, but I'm not going to use ribbon weave again until I can draw people far enough away. Like, I've seen what happens. I forgot that that happens when daylight's engaged. So anyway, dagger throw. Does it say that it always happens or it can happen? If I hit with daylight, all creatures within 10 feet do a blind check. Okay. So dagger. Uh, 17. Hit. That's 
four, nine, and 13 damage. The dagger? Sneak attack, but you rolled a d6 instead of a d4 on that first damage die. I have one d6, is it not? Okay. Dagger's one d4. Okay, I take it back. Well, then uh, that got a three on the first d6 rack. So 14 instead of 15. 14. And I only get one dagger throw, huh? I, look at you guys with your, you're magical. You have extra planar weapons. You get multiple attacks. <laughs> I've got a stick. <laughs> you don't get two attacks. It's an awesome stick. I love my stick. No, I, I still don't have, I still don't have multi-attack yet. I don't think I get it. Rogues don't get extra attack. Uh-uh. Because no, right. of sneak that's attack. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I do damage <laughs> with my one shot sometimes. Um, you see the dagger fly through the air, and the shadow that you aimed it at, it passes through, and it sees some of the shadow wisp away, but it, it doesn't do much to it. That's what I figured. Um, so I'm saving my light knife for when we really need it. Like, these, these shadows aren't worth that. So um, it is now the shadow's turn. So these two shadows are going to run for the easy target, um, the ones that you just threw a dagger at, and go after Crast, who is prone on the ground. So they get advantage, but you still have daylight, so cancels it out. You're on 19. Oh, the water rose again, by the yeah. way. It's now your your ankles are getting wet as the water needs to rise. Okay. Gross. I mean, to be fair, we're still oh soaked. Are you, the dice want Crass to die. Like, his strength score just dropped another four. Oh, God. Uh, his strength is now at eight. Um, so you you see Crass scream as, I mean, his hair was graying when you knew him, and, and he's grown a beard in his time away from you, and you see the color just begin to drain out of his hair as, like, his muscles weaken, and he's starting to look... He looks like a frail old man now. And the other shadow that Crass tried to attack, it's going to go after Booyah. That is a 22. Yes. Three damage. <laughs> <laughs> and your strength score drops by two. It's okay, Eric. You're still going to get to kill Crass. Oh, Hold on. <clears throat> yeah, that's so... Strength drain, strength drain doesn't have a save attached to it. That's the most buck wild thing. Just if they hit, it happens. Shadows are dangerous. Yep. Um, They are. Okay. <laughs> um, Beric, your turn. Uh, okay. Remaining shadows are basically just piling on to... One's on Booyah, two are on Crast. Okay, well, Crast is down, so I'm going to work on that problem. Uh, so Beric, he's already pretty close to that, so he just, again, he's just his movements just sort of flow into the next move, so he shifts uh, back, pivots around to face these shadows, uh, and comes down at them with a with a, with a, an overhand slash. And first, a natural one. No. What is happening in this encounter? Jesus. Um, we're gonna die in a cave underwater. Switch dice there. Yeah. Uh, I've okay. got another attack, but are you? What are you doing here? Um, you just see uh, everybody give me strength saving throws. Oh my. Only by virtue of the dice did Crass succeed. Uh, 15. Okay. 15. 15. Jesus. Ah. <laughs> um, DC 17. <laughs> um, no, the, you all hear the noise of what sounds like a train coming as you look to the opening that you swam through and water just rushes in and hits all of you. Um, but you all manage to keep your footing. Um, even Crass kind of braces on the ground as the water rushes over him and the shadows twirl a bit and then land, land on their feet. Uh, sure. But they are up by deck now. The water carried them up. Um, then I throw my sword at them okay. for the Good. second attack. Yeah, so Beric is, you know, reached back for the for the attack when the wave hits, uh, and seeing them, he just steps into it instead and flings the sword at them. Natural 16. one. 16. <laughs> 16. That is a hit. Natural one throwing the sword in the direction of Dex is a very, very bad thing. <laughs> God. Wouldn't be the first time you hit him like that. <laughs> no, well, but that was on <laughs> Different. It, sort of. <laughs> I was trying to hit him. I just, you know, uh, one fire damage, and and 14 slashing. Okay. Um, 
so you, whereas before you've thrown the sword like point first, this mm. time you kind of sidearm it as it twirls slashing. And just in the nick of time, uh, I like it flavorfully if you say duck to Dex as the, <laughs> and I say where? the sword passes through the two shadows as the net at the neck as they are coming on Dex as Dex ducks down and the sword flies over his head and comes back to your hand and the two shadows yeah. dissipate. Um, so there's and it's one- on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the water is now about chest high. Um, do we need to... There, all the shadows are gone now, right? There's one left. Okay. And he is... On Booyah. And it is your turn. Uh, well, with my movement, can I haul across to his feet and pull him in the direction of the entrance? Yeah. Of, or of the, the, the stairway? Yeah. Okay, that was Mr. Gosk, sir. Um, all right. Booyah is going to first swing his rapier. He's kind of collected his senses at the surprise and watching all crash. So he's going to swing his rapier at this thing, firstly. And that is 1T2. Hit do a whole lot, but that's 10 damage. You see your rapier just go through the shadow, and as you pull it back... No, okay. Bonus action. Use planar justice as a sharpshooter again. B16. It is 20 damage. 20 damage. Bye. Okay, so narratively, like, what happens is Booyah is treading water at this point because he can, can't really touch, and so <laughs> you bring your rapier up to stab this shadow, and it goes in its chest, and it just looks at you and screams as Booyah kind of sighs and brings planar justice up out of the water and shoots it in the head as the shadow dissipates mid-scream. And that's the last one. That's the last one. Okay. Okay, we go stairs. Okay. Uh, Barrett's like, I'm already there. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't seem too much of an option. I'm, I'm sorry, Barrett. Uh, I, I have no idea what you're sorry about. Just, I don't know what I'm doing here. But, um, uh, I suspect we're all about to pay us off against the lich that's uh, killed three members of our party. Uh, and probably, so probably we're all just, you know, here to die in one another's company. So, you know, not real cheerful, cheerful but it, it clarifies things for you. Christ laughs and is like, fair enough. Let's go. And so you all, I leave daylight on, but the part that glows, I put beneath my cloak for okay. now, just to make sure we're not totally telegraphing our arrival. Okay. Um, so it's back down to dim light, right? Yes. Okay. You see a few Everbright lanterns on the walls, but these walls are very tall. So tall that you can't even really see the ceiling. And along both sides of this hallway that is probably about 35, 40 feet across, you see stone carvings along the wall as you all presumably are moving at a really fast clip. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you see some some kind of information as you all are sprinting down this hallway. I mean, we spent a good deal of time in them. Are these giant ruins? Um, no. Okay. Uh, is there a check that can be made on the run um, regarding these things? Obviously, we're in a hurry and Eric's not going to slow down to do you a could thorough do investigation. But... Investigation or history at disadvantage. Okay. 20 investigation. With disadvantage? Hold an 18 and a 15. Well, I just did a natural 20. Dang it, disadvantage. 26 investigation. Okay, so as you all are sprinting and kind of glancing, I mean, uh, Dex, you're you're investigating the right side. Barrick, you're not really having to think about where you're running because you're just following the force. And so at this point, you're just jumping and it's dragging <laughs> you through the air. <laughs> just keep the movement. You all see similar carvings uh, to that of what you saw in the giant ruins um, and in the Dakani ruins, but the, the hand is clearly different that did these carvings. Um, you see figures floating through the sky, some of them more nebulous, some of them more defined like the the dream stealers that you saw in the giant ruins. Uh, but the beings that you see being oppressed look bug-like. They look like giant bugs that are, uh, and the, the carvings are very jagged. It looks like they were done literally by hand instead of with tools. So, okay, but it's still, the shadows are not the heroes of this story. It's not like this is where the... No. Okay. Um, that'd be bad if we were like in their joint. Uh, who is, I mean, Crest is in 
in a pretty bad way. Is anybody helping him? Yeah. I, mean, I, I was hauling him along, so okay. I assume that I'm probably him, because okay. I don't really imagine Booyah is of a stature to support Krast. As Booyah, you, you can carry but, a sword for him, like, because he's... But, I mean, is he in such a state? I mean, I know his strength and grain, but I have to cast your wounds on He him. took damage, yes. I cast your wounds oh, okay. on him as go, okay. and five back. Five? Okay. Woohoo! Hey, not nothing. Um, okay, as you're all running down the, the hallway, all of a sudden the direction changes dramatically. Beric is Erebus makes a sharp left turn through a, a small door that you may have missed if if, if he didn't re-guide you. It, it was bathed in shadow. Um, looked almost like somebody was trying to hide it. Okay. So there are some more stairs that go down and you, as you're going down these stairs, you see the architecture almost change as it looks like maybe at some point these stairs were broken through the ground where this city sat before. Um, and the, the architecture changes and you see some more stone carvings and things like that, but they look to be once again in a different hand. Um, and go ahead and give me investigation checks at disadvantage as you all continue to run. Uh, 13. 13. 7. Okay. You all are too focused on getting where you need to go. All Everyone give me perception checks. Baseline passive. 18. 16. 21. You all see there's a corner coming up of the hallway that you're running down and you hear growl from around the corner. Why does he make us fight dogs all the time? Twice thus far in this whole campaign. That's, that's more than I've ever fought a dog in real life. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> right. Um, we hear growling, but like we're not stopping, right? Yeah, yeah. Plunge headlong towards the growling. Okay. Can I, uh, if you want to roll for something, I'd like to get to where I am ahead enough of them that if I arrive first, initiative, whatever, I can get one good hit without them being within 10 feet of me. I mean, it would make sense. I mean, Booyah has shorter legs. Beric is supporting Crast while running. So it makes sense that if you want to pick up the pace to pull ahead, could. Yeah, the justification for Dex being I want to blind this thing before anything else happens. Like, and I don't want for them to have to have, I don't want for them to have a chance of being blinded as well. Okay. Whatever um, this growling thing is, I'm going to dock it in the head with a stick. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's go ahead and roll initiative. I say this with the blind confidence of being pretty sure I'm going to go first. That's not an unreasonable assumption. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a 30. 20. 17. Really just. I think it's just my mental faculties when I say I'm rolling for crest right now that every die that I have decides time for a one. You just got bad. Roll another one. Yes. Roll another one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Dex. Okay. Uh, first thing I do is I, uh, as, as you sprint forward just before initiative begins, the two, um, shadow mastiffs around the corner and kind of, uh, get like 10 feet beyond the corner as they snarl, but still far enough distance to where. Okay. Well, I pull the shiny part of the ribbon weave out from underneath my cloak and they are lit up and just baseball style on the one that's closest to me right across his jaw okay now right into his temple his shadow temple or <laughs> his pup temple well guys for 13 that is a miss yeah thought it might be do you do i have advantage as no as a rogue have advantage against creatures that haven't acted yet it, no, i think that's assassin i have is it a particular rogue now okay. yeah. has yeah i think that's just that okay crap well guys all right anything else no i only get to do one thing <laughs> um i well in that case it's booyah's turn what i am gonna do is i'm going to use my it's creature i attack doesn't get opportunity not i don't have to hit him right yeah that's what it says here that's the swashbuckler thing okay. uh so i am I'm going to use half my dash action to get far enough away that if they decide to pursue me, I can swing at him again without potentially blinding you guys if you stay on the other. So oh. there you go. I'm 15 feet beyond them. Okay. Wait, beyond them? Yeah, I went. I took my swing. I missed. I kept running, so I'm okay. beyond the dogs now. So you're just just by the corner. Sure. Right. Oh, yeah. And I'm, th- I'm going to look cornered. They're going to want to come at me. I'm going to bop them on the head again. Okay. It is now Booyah's turn. Okay. Uh, two planar justice at the one closest okay. to Dex. Well, they're, they're side by side. Okay. Must have 
not accurate thing. Um, that's going to be 21. That's a hit. 17 damage. All right. That's healthy. Healthy. Once again, I'm continually sharpshooting until I say yes. Okay. I'll let you know when I've done sharpshooting. Uh, 15. Hit. Oh, and I rolled 20 to hit. Get my damage. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Maybe. <laughs> 21. Okay, so you double shoot planar justice at, at one of the, the shadow mastiffs as the two crossbow bolts sink into it and it whimpers as the shadows begin to leak off of it and it drifts away and merges with the shadows just being cast around. Um, the other shadow mastiff just snarls at you, Booyah, and just takes off on a dead sprint at you and it is going to leap up and try to bite you. That is going to be an 18. That is a bite. You're about to contract. Shadow mastiff thropy. Oh, yay. Um, 13 damage. Um, and I need a strength saving. God. 19. Okay, so the Mastiff comes and pounces down on you as it bites you, and you manage to shift the weight enough to where it lands on the ground next to you. Um, it is now Barrick's turn. All right, uh, Barrick, seeing, our, seeing that we are now engaged, uh, sort of shifts himself out from under Crass's arm and uh, just launches forward in a long lunge at this Mastiff. Uh, how long did it take us running down these halls? Um, I would say probably two minutes. Okay, sword's not on fire anymore. Natural one. Good boy. Hefses. Okay. <laughs> you, Dex, from behind you, and you all, where Dex is standing around this corner, begin to hear a rhythmic, like, clanging noise, like somebody hitting the wall with something metal. And you hear from around the corner a voice speaking in goblin, um, which I believe Booyah and Barrick can understand now. Mm-hmm. And you hear the voice say, After all this time, did any of you actually take the time to learn the language of your neighbors? And at this sound, you kind of poke your head around the corner and standing five feet from you, you see a pale visage of just shark black eyes, but you instantly recognize the face of Aiko as he brings his mace down at you. What? That is a 19? Yeah, that hits me. 13 damage. Is it of a particular type? No, it's just, it, it's a big hunk of metal hitting you in the face. Okay, I didn't know if, because he's clearly undead if it was necrotic. And you all, from your vantage point, see the mace come down and hit Dex as he stumbles back, and you see Echo round the corner. Just like Echo not being there and then suddenly appearing. <laughs> oh, Echo, he always loved to sneak up on us. Uh, my second attack against the Mastiff yep. is a 21. Hit. Oh yeah, that was your one that made that happen to me. <laughs> Uh, that is 18 damage to the Mastiff. Um, okay. So your sword swings through the Mastiff as you see some of the shadows drift away, but the shadow, the Mastiff just locks eyes with you and snarls. Well, fine. Okay. Um, it is now, so I can roll for him to the initial order, Aiko's turn. Um, so Aiko continues the advance on Dex and just says, how have you been, old friend? Looks like you're a long way from Miss Marsh. That is a 20. Does he just recognize my essence? Okay. Because, I mean, he didn't even know that I was a... That is nine damage. No words for your old friend? Oh, uh, I mean, I, what the hell? Those, those words good enough? I, you, you're, I, I mean, I, I'm really not surprised by anything anymore, but this comes close. <laughs> um, yeah, what the hell? Echo, I mean, you're not really, you can't really be Echo. That's six seconds. I believe it's time to move on. <laughs> it is now, um, Krast is going to pick up his sword and kind of try to limp up past everybody to, I mean, not limping. He has a score of eight. What? (laughs) This is the guy we replaced you with. (laughs) Meet our new friend, Grandpa Swords Guy. He's way better than you. He doesn't sneak up on us. He can't. He clangs around. He sprints up. um, Well, he's got to sprint. I mean, as best he can. 
Hey, a sprint in crass adjusted terms. Right. That is a miss, but not a one. So right. we're, we're on the upswing. Progress. <laughs> so he just comes up and tries to swing his, at Aiko, but it's it's a feeble swing, and Aiko just kind of shifts his weight back as Crass sword hits the metal wall, um, and it is now Dex's turn. Uh, Dex says, uh, well, I'll tell you, I didn't learn your language, but I did learn how to do this. 25. And I, I, I kind of, you know, I got hit with a mace pretty good a couple times, so I'm kind of down. I just take that ribbon weave, I come up, and I take the butt end of it right under his chin. Okay. Drive it up into his, into his that area of him. And I do that, so he is blind. Mm-hmm. Can he be blinded? Uh, I mean, it's he gets a saving throw. Oh, that's right. Yeah, do the saving throw. It's 15. He passes. Of course he does. All right. But he's still hit for... 25 points of radiant damage. Nice. Um, he kind of recoils as he stumbles back, and you see him spit out some blood and smile and say, well, you would have had plenty of time to learn stuff like that since you uh, didn't bother having a funeral for me. And it is now Booyah's turn. In my defense, I forgot you existed almost immediately. Booyah yep. has no idea who this is. So. <laughs> you don't get those those looks. You forgot he existed during that adventure several times. Yeah, that is absolutely true. <laughs> okay, so we have one Mastiff that's currently in contention with Barrick mm-hmm. and I can see Aiko down the hall. Yep. Alright. I'm going to sharpshoot at Aiko. 23. 23. That's a hit. Okay. Now, okay, now what is what is Aiko? Human. That's good. A dude. He's not undead. Like, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he was definitely... Look smart. <laughs> well, if he's not undead, then he never died. Why is he pissed about not having a funeral? F off, Aiko. 21 damage. Fair point. 21 damage. Yep. Okay. Logic. Thank you. <laughs> I find in fantasy settings it's important to employ logic whenever possible. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Okay. Sharpshooting. Did you do 21 damage? Is that what you said? Yep. yep. Nice. Sharpshooter's pretty mean, pretty mean feet. Yeah. T2. Yep. Rolling nice. What's your attack modifier? It is plus six, but I rolled a 16. How are you? Okay. <laughs> I feel yeah, like I to take sharpshooter and for my blood, for my <laughs> sword throwing. Yeah, it's, it's five. I just feel like you haven't rolled under a 20 yet. It's, Go ahead. Normally it's 11. Okay. Uh, 23. Dang. Okay. He's got a adding, adding 10 to his already substantial damage yeah, mod. And he's humanoid, so I get plus 10. <clears throat> right. It's awesome. So you see <laughs> out of nowhere, uh, just around Crast as he kind of is staggering from his missed shot. Just crossbow bolts come flying in as they pepper Aiko hitting in the various seams around his armor. And it is now the Mastiff's turn that is going to pounce on Barrett. I say, way to go, Booyah. You're going to get a funeral. <laughs> we'll remember you. <laughs> I'll, I'll be dead long before you are. <laughs> Ten is the attack is, roll. Um, it occurs to me, this is more words than Aiko said to us when he was alive. Yep. <laughs> um, in the context of the adventure, you worked with, for, with him for like months. <laughs> I know. I know. We're told. Okay, we're told we worked with him for like months. <laughs> no, you told me that. <laughs> yeah, but he was that guy at work, you know. Okay. He sat by the place proximity associate. He just sat by the printer. We didn't really. Um, His proximity associate. Uh, Aiko is still focused on, on Dex and um, it's fine though. I suppose I should thank you. My new affiliations give me a greater purpose in this life than protecting the backwater hicks of Miss Marsh ever did. Now, does he have disadvantage from the daylight, or is he totally no. cool? Okay. Um, you wanted a funeral. 17. His new associates do not help him hit every time. So, no. That okay. was a miss. Barely. It is now Crestor. If he had his full strength score, that would have hit. Sure. Um, <laughs> but having a negative one really makes being a melee fighter just the worst. Um, Boy. Okay. Maybe you want to switch to a bow there, Crest, for a, for a bit. <laughs> Can't draw back the bowstring. Um, <laughs> perception checks, except for Dex. Dex is gonna know. 
There's three more echoes. Twenty. No, like <laughs> six. Um, Booyah, you're. It, this makes sense. You're focused on the Shadow Mastiff. Booyah, you're looking at your target that you just hit a few times. And Dex, you are face to face with him as you see just a quick intake of breath on Echo's part and a smile as purple energy begins to flow and wisp out of his eyes. Good to see you again. And you see a figure with pincers come up and slam down on it's, Dex. It's a Montu Scorpion. Oh, huh. You don't know Weird. that. You didn't see. That's true. <laughs> well, I probably uh, saw the thing where the where the pincers start slamming on you. Yeah. At that, <laughs> at that point, it's hard to miss because <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> 19 to hit. No! Yeah, that hit. 17 damage. Um, as these pincers just pass through you and you feel your mind reel. Um, now it is your turn, Dex. <sighs> Nobody. Eric? No, Eric went, I thought. When? Oh, I have not gone. My bad. Was I supposed to go right somewhere after, around the Mastiff? Right around the, right after the Shadow Mastiff. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Yep. Well, I'll be the responsible adult and finish with Mastiff. You were just holding your action until a terrible thing could happen. a big thing and allowed the Mastiff to have another turn to try and kill us. All right. 20. That's a hit. 18 damage to the Mastiff. The Mastiff uh, howls as the shadows dissipate and fly off. Excellent. Uh, and with my second attack, I will throw my sword at Echo. Don't roll a one. Why would you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Boy. 18. That's a hit. Roll. Um, uh, 20 damage. 20 damage. damage you see blood just, I mean, it's starting to drip out from underneath Echo's armor as his body is beginning to fail, but you see the expression not falter. Um, it is now... And I pull the sword back, my bonus action, uh, and I say, look, whatever you, are, whatever it is wearing Echo at the moment, you're not Echo. Echo didn't talk nearly that much crap. He didn't talk nearly this much, <laughs> period. Dex, it is your turn. Yeah, it's like a guy in a, like a, like a, like a Echo suit, like an Egger suit. Probably not, not a good idea if we keep talking about sugar, it. Sugar, it's sugar gonna, water. It's unpleasant. Yeah. Um, you appreciate the men in black reference. Yeah. I mean, there's bug people around, too. Okay, here's what's up. And bears um, dressed in all black. <laughs> nobody has moved closer to, so I can take another shot with that ribbon weave, try to blind him. Just Crast is up there, yeah. Oh, God, Crast is... He's been, he was up there last time when you tried to do it, though. Uh, I, I thought he wasn't. Yeah, he came up and tried to hit him with his sword. Let's be practical. Crast is not really very effective in this fight anymore. Yeah, let's... let's, let's. You know, we're going to discuss that uh, before the next thing, too. Um, <laughs> these guys know what happens now. They'd close their eyes every time I swung, uh, since we take turns. Uh, yeah, so Ribbon Weave, uh, I'm popping the blade out. I'm coming at it. His, I want to take I want to take the Echo head off of the Puppet Master body. I want to. <laughs> Don't see it happening this time. That's a 12. Nope. Um, so, yeah, you try to swing, and Echo, it's kind of unsettling as you swing the Ribbon Weave at him, because it's clearly, once again, like somebody wearing this body in that the body just bends backwards at the knees and then just pops straight back up um, as it laughs in your face. Uh, booyah. 18. That's a hit. <laughs> Start having to give guys AC 25. Um, he's wearing three sets of plate mail. <laughs> <laughs> 21. Um, as the uh, as Echo is mid-laugh in your face, Dex, just an arrow flies in through the temple, and you see the expression goes blank as the ghostly pincer figure just comes out of the body and snarls and screams as it once again kind of swirls and disappears as Echo's body falls on the ground. I, uh, I look at the body on the ground, I like crass, I say, are you still doing last rites? Um, I can, but for being honest, my heart's not going to be in it. I mean, to be, per to be perfectly frank, this is a empty gesture anyway. <laughs> uh, no, I say, uh, Erebus is pulling you, Barrett. Oh, crap. Fuck. 
Say well, barrack walks, as Barrack walks by, create bonfire. There it is. Okay. As you all continue down the hallway um, towards the direction the Erebus is pulling you, uh, you the, the flames begin to overtake Aiko's body um, as the silver fire burns him away. End of episode. Hey, at least that time I rolled less. Yeah. Okay. Real talk. Can't- Everything's happening all at once. An entire round, everybody acting is six seconds. So to ask somebody to close their eyes is going to mess with their action on their turn. Yeah. I, like, I know that academic. Like, <laughs> it would essentially be they would be blinded for that re- like they would have to close their eyes while they're mm-hmm. performing their action which would give them disadvantage that turn instead of their next turn if they fail the save yeah like here's the thing I know <laughs> I know that that is what we we say is happening every time at the same time each round is six seconds but we absolutely react to each other's things in round Barrett gets hit Jeff sees or Dex sees that Barrett got hit so he goes to attack the guy but back. it's like the like, Avengers where it's all happening like your all's reflexes are superhuman like you see somebody get hit and you just pick pivot and hit and it's all flowing it's and all, happening yeah, it's almost like you stopping to say everybody close your eyes mm. um hey first off don't try the act. <laughs> second <laughs> i don't try yours successfully you try, um, so i shouldn't have brought up the don't close your eyes as well sound or, or close your eyes once yeah yeah well and, that, and the thing is I, I wouldn't actually say yell close your eyes unless it was a like we did with drakir right it was a first act inciting action mm-hmm. thing but just the idea of could they they know how the ribbon weave functions they could be turned away from it something to give them maybe advantage on the check i i gave you that ability on every single hit because uh-huh. you had to deal with the fact that you could be blinding your allies that's the balance of it that's as working as intended oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> let's take a break but a balanced one yeah you're a real fair <laughs> i just i don't want to get rid of daylight when we're running through all these shadows <laughs> 